Hey, what's going on, guys? It's uh, Kareem Hasni and Reem himself here on the Ice Holes podcast. Uh, it's just me here today. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. I just like, you know, I've missed doing it. I've missed you guys. I'm tired of schedules, trying to get people together. You know what I mean? So I just figured, hey, it's a fucking uh, Tuesday night. Uh, what What the fuck else am I going to do? I'm going to put out a podcast, reconnect, you know, with uh, some of my old people, peep purple. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. And uh, yeah, just say just uh, tell you about about a few things going on in uh, going on in life, going on in uh, in your life, in my life. We'll talk about uh, some shit that'll instantly make this podcast fucking uh, not timeless. <laughs> Just a little talk about uh, World Cup, uh, some commercials I've been on, uh, a few uh, few different things, and uh, I want to talk about movies. I mean, I just came back from the movies, which means I really wanted to do a Real Idiots podcast, but you know, when I do the Real Idiots, uh, it's nice to have somebody to bounce off of. Uh, we're looking at right now doing those in video podcast form, uh, so we can throw them up on YouTube, uh, like get a lot more hits. If you guys haven't checked out the real idiots, uh, check it out. Um, it's, uh, it's also on iTunes. Uh, we've been releasing them through ice holes as well. So people can also get them on the same stream. Uh, but yeah, check it out. It's uh it's a good, good podcast. If you like movies, uh, all right. And here we go. I am a little monkey and I am very sad Cause all the other monkeys went home to mom and dad I'm alone in the park and I don't know what to do So maybe I'm a little get star My little get star My little get star My little get star Uh, Yeah, and we're back. So listen. Uh, what's been going on? Where have you been, Kareem Hassan? What's what, what's been happening in your life? A lot. Oh, there's been a lot of shit going on. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, first things first. I uh, I, I saw it at Titty the other day, and uh, it was disappointing. You know, and that doesn't happen often in my life. But uh, but it, you know, okay. So uh, you know, I live in the west end of Toronto. Uh, we're near. Uh, one of the, it used to be called a super ghetto mall. It's still kind of like referred to as a ghetto mall. It's not as bad as other people think it is. Uh, but it's close to the, I'm close to the Dufferin mall, right? So I go into the Dufferin mall and I'm just walking around, you know, I'm, uh, I'm grabbing a, a couple tools for a job that I'm, uh, that's coming up, a film job, you know? And, uh, you know, I need, I need, I need some fucking pliers and we'll get into that in a bit. And as I'm walking around, there's this, uh, woman, uh, you know, fairly ample breasted woman and, uh, out of nowhere, uh, somebody comes around the corner, gives her, passes off a baby. And this woman just pulled out, pulled out a titty, just pulled it out. Like no, no questions asked, no problem. She just hauled. Uh, her top down and uh, and just sat down. There was like some patio furniture on sale. She just pulled out a chair uh, out of the table and sat, sat down and then baby started sucking. You know, this uh, 
Caribbean woman, large Caribbean woman, just, uh, just, yeah, boobs out and get, and the baby's getting a suck on. So, and that's okay, you know, before anybody starts giving me shit with the, all their liberal bullshit, um, you yeah, fine. Feed your, feed your infant. I understand that. And I'll, you know, but, uh. I'm just worried really about the the people who would be buying this uh, perspective, you know, table set. You know, do they really want a, a, a Caribbean woman's boob juice on their on their patio furniture? I mean, I would I could see it being a, a deterrent. And, and, and naturally, so did one of the Walmart employees. There was this little Filipino woman. Uh, uh, behind her and she was she looked very nervous very worried about the situation and how she was going to deal with it you know so she she kind of you could see her like on her radio you know and she was kind of kind of going like uh what is the procedure for this one like she just had no idea how she was going to approach it and of course the the woman breastfeeding was just like cold cold like staring down anybody that looked anywhere close to her way she was just like you know give given the whole like what 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 you what and you know like just like really challenging uh you know very threatening for a woman with a breast out you know uh usually when when you see breasts it's, it seems to be a I mean, I guess it could be a threatening situation, but most of the time it seems to be a situation that's going uh, your way. Uh, that's just how I how I feel usually uh, when I'm in the presence of of of, of titties. So uh, the the little Filipino woman she she's on the radio and she's just like asking for anybody else to come and deal with it because I, I she feels threatened. So uh, I'm just standing there watching this clash of cultures that's about to happen better than anything you're going to see in the World Cup, any World Cup drama, whatever. This is uh, this is like, you know, nil-nil in the last minute of injury time and somebody's going to get fucked up. And I'm just wondering who. And so this lady comes, you know, uh, over to her and uh, she's like, excuse me, excuse me. Right. And she's really trying to. And the woman just stare, just stared at her, just stared her down. She's like, um, you know, and you could see that the little Filipino woman just she just uh, instantly folded like she instantly just said, I don't have anything that I can say. She's probably a mother herself. And she just collapsed. Uh, and she she just said um, she kind of motioned to her and kind of motioned to her breast, like you know that like reaching your hand out of dissatisfaction. Just um, you know, you're like using your hand to like scan up and down their body uh, as if like uh, look at what you're doing right here. Uh, and then that's it. That's all she did, and then she just backed off, backed away. You know, she got back on her little radio and, uh, and the woman, you know, she just like, I didn't stand there this entire time. Like I had to 
pretend that I was still shopping. I'm like, oh, I really am having a hard time, uh, you know, deciding if I actually want these this these drawers. You know what I mean? Like th this, uh, you know, like, uh, oh, folding chairs. I'm really in the market. You know, like I really had to pretend that I was needed to be in this section uh, because I, I just, you know, and, and I kept kind of popping out from other sides because it was it was a humorous situation and uh one that i wanted to see resolved and anyways you know by the time i mean anticlimactic but you know by the time anything seemed like it was going to happen she just you know pulled up the top you know the baby just like you know peace and then like and that was it and they and she pulled away but uh it was you know it was uh it was a it was a weird situation, you know, and uh, I I brought a shorter version of that on stage, and uh, yeah, you know, that's uh, that that's that's some booby time that uh, was negative. So it is possible, just so you know, uh, gentlemen out there and ladies, I'm sure ladies, uh, you know, are usually in positive situations when their breasts are coming out as well. Maybe not positive uh, long term, but in the moment, I would feel uh, when they're coming out. I mean, you got to think about the, all those spring breakers and all those, uh, all that. You, you, you know, you, you see where I'm going with this. Um, so, yeah, uh, so I've been goddamn busy, like, uh, which is a good thing in my industry, uh, in film. It is good to be working. Uh, I just uh, just got off a uh, commercial for Moore's. Uh, uh, it's like men's warehouse for those of you in the States. It's like a, you know, gentleman's clothing uh, company. And, uh, went, and it went really well. It was with... Uh, you know, uh, Rick, the temp, uh, Rick Campanelli, uh, kind of a, kind of a Canadian. I I'm not even trying to act like this is like a name drop, like Rick Campanelli. Let me pick my mic back up off the floor, you know, or, uh, like, uh, you know, let me pick that name. I even fucked up that, that, uh, cheesy line about picking the name up off the floor. Anyways, uh, but anyways, he was Rick the Temp when I was growing up. Uh, he interviewed the Foo, the Foo Fighters. So, okay. Uh, back in the day, I remember that. Bilichka, uh, Sukian Lee. I'd, I'd, I'd probably still bang her now if I saw her. Although I'm, I, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure she's queer friendly. Uh, I mean, we're all queer friend. Well, not all of us, but I mean, queer friendly but I, I i what i mean by i i, I think you just say queer maybe I, queer i think she likes muff is what i'm trying to say um right muff said uh that was horrible so you know but rick super nice guy really easy going easy to shoot with no problem you know and we were done like uh you know a good half day simple it was a very simple, enjoyable shoot, uh, and we went right afterwards. Like, uh, you know, I, I was like, hey, you know, with some of the crew, it was you know, first couple days of the World Cup. I'm like, guys, let's, let's, uh, let's go out for a drink after, you know, uh, once we get all the equipment packed up and that kind of thing. Bring all the equipment to my place, uh, go for 
uh, you know, go for a couple uh, adult bevies, you know. And we're chugging them and, uh, you know, we're tossing a few down. And uh, one of my buddies, one of your buddies, Aaron Rye, Ice Holes uh, legend, uh, he's a ginger, uh, very um, whatever. He, he he joins with an Australian friend. And uh, not 10 minutes later, uh, CP24, another Canadian kind of radio or like TV station. Yeah, TV, they're not even a TV station. They're like a division within CTV, Belgo Media, whatever. They, they do local news, but like kind of, sort of okay, right? So they show up. And they're like, hey, you know, we're looking to interview. It was Spain versus Netherlands. And I'm the only one basically wearing a Spain jersey in this bar, right? And, and uh, you know, and I'm mostly just doing that because one of my friends from Spain is fucking, you know, uh, you know, he's not here right now. So I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like Spain. I like them. I, I, I know uh, minimal things about soccer i know some i'm not like the largest fan and also like anything that you do know uh gets completely mixed up when they're in the world cup anyways because you don't know who who from what team is playing on what anymore like and then you just go okay uh, i like this country you know i like uh i once summered there uh, summered what, what the fuck where did i grow up come from uh, we didn't summer and it we summered at my house we we traveled but we weren't like Ooh, it's summer in uh, nice no i i just mean uh you know like uh when you were you if you ever were like an exchange student or you traveled abroad or whatever you, you just kind of go i've been there i picked this team you know what i mean fucking i love croatia anyways stuff like that or or you just you know you're part of you know some ethnicity and then you go oh because i'm portuguese i have to love portugal or whatever uh although i i, I do find it weird that with portugal you know if, if you if you're portuguese you immediately love portugal but then portugal hasn't didn't do so well so they automatically are allowed to jump ship to the brazil bandwagon like they can go for both just because they both speak portuguese but you don't see that with the spanish you don't see the spanish going all right well fuck it mexico now like they you don't they don't jump it's only with the portuguese that they'll just jump countries uh when theirs isn't doing well when the homeland isn't uh succeeding you know i uh, just uh i don't know what that's about uh, anyways none of this is relevant uh, to the uh, pertinent story. I don't even know how pertinent it is, uh, but it is a story uh, that I'm telling you, so I'll probably keep continuing. Do we remember where we are? Do I remember where I was, Kareem Hasneen? Uh, I, I, I talked to myself in the first and third person right there. Uh, so we're, at, we're outside. Uh, we're drinking these beers. CP24 comes up and says, hey, you, Spanish shirt, let's go. Uh, we'd like to interview one of you guys and a guy in the bar. Like, there's a lot of guys, Dutch, uh, 
guys in the bar. So they're like, okay, we'll grab um, not you, not you, but um, hey, you're you're a black Dutch guy. Let's take him, you know, ethnicity, um, right? Whatever. So they like because there was a bunch of Dutch, Dutchy, Dutch guys. And then, and then, but to be fair, the, the loudest uh, was this, um, you know, uh, black Canadian, uh, whatever the, what is the appropriate term, uh, Dutch fan. And he was very boisterous, but also extremely drunk. Probably not, if I was uh, directing um, that shoot, not the one I would have picked. Not because of his ethnicity, clearly not. I, you know, I have curly hair too, uh, <laughs> but because he, uh, he was very drunk. So they pull, they pull us both and I am like, what the fuck am I even going to say? Cause I'm not even a huge soccer fan. Like I, I gotta really, uh, pretend that I'm very disappointed right now. And then they noticed that one of the guys sitting with us was, uh, it was an Australian and this Australian, uh, Australia was playing Chile like an hour later or something like that. So they wanted to interview him too. So we go live on, on the TV, right? And this is, you know, you know, being everybody in the city at the moment who's watching this shitty channel, you know how TV works, uh, can see this, but it's live is the point. So as we're going live, they're like, oh, how do you feel? Because Spain just got beat bad by the Dutch. So I was like, you know, and I can see it out of the corner of my eye on, on the TV. And I'm so, so uh, like effeminate, like Jewish grandma, like, uh, well, we lost. But, you know, there's still a lot of cup left. Oh, my God. Like I was getting I was and my hands. If you could see what I'm doing with my hands right now, like just put your hands flat and then like kind of pretend like, you know, that miming when you're in a box and then kind of fold them over. I was doing a lot of this on TV. I don't know why I was doing that. You know, just like kind of flapping, like almost a queen's wave. But instead of going side to side, I'm going up and down like a yes nod with my hands. I don't know what. It looked very awkward. And and I was just trying to explain that I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, happy that we lost, but it's okay, you know, and... And then, then I had to act like, because uh, the nor the the guy who was excited for the Dutch, he was he was very excited and and angry. Uh, I don't know why he was angry because they won, but he was very like, uh, yeah, we did it." Very, you know. And I had to pretend to be. I was supposed to be the counterpoint. The the. Uh, well, we lost. Congratulations. And then I so I had to pretend like the well, I'm glad we have the Australian guy in the middle. Uh, but the best part, the, whoa, 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 I, I hit the mic. Uh, you're just going to have to deal with that. I'm not editing. it. Um, so the Australian guy that we had in the middle, we had to like he 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 started talking about Australia, and again, he's from Australia. He doesn't really give a shit about soccer that much, uh, football. So, uh, but behind us is like the crew, like the guys that we had, and we kept making jokes with this Australian guy about knifey spoony, right? Like from The Simpsons, 
right? So like we we're doing the stupid, you know, anytime you're with an Australian, I think you got to make a bunch of crocodile Dundee jokes. So they were going, you know, call that a knife. This is knife, right? And then in the Simpsons, they do, you call that a knife? And then another guy holds up a spoon. Uh, oh, no, that's a spoon, blah, 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 knifey spoony. We get the idea. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the episode. Uh, so, but like, as we are doing our interview, literally the crew is like, these guys from the crew are like, one guy's holding up a knife and the other guy's holding up a spoon and they're shaking their head and like, uh, you know, they're doing like a whole mime out of the knifey spoony conversation uh, right, right behind during the entire interview. So anybody who would have caught that, um, I really hope I, I would have enjoyed that because I, I was seeing the delay and I was watching it behind me and it was fucking hysterical when this, uh, this, you know, a little, uh, Australian guy is, is also trying to feign, um, you know, any kind of excitement for this uh, soccer game coming on. Anyways, but whatever. So the World Cup, it's it's okay. It's a fun it's a fun thing. There's a lot of honking. There's a lot of there's a lot of car related um excitement, I find. I think people just want to put flags on their cars. I think people like car flags because that really seems to be a good a good chunk of it. Like a good chunk of the excitement seems to be related to I get to put this on my flag and honk like an asshole for this month. That's what I get to do. Uh, Italy just went out, by the way, just got like, uh, and there was, uh, today was also, there there was a biting. Did you guys hear about this? Somebody bit one of the uh, other fucking uh, players. Uh, You know, uh, like, uh, and apparently this is a Uruguayan guy. All right, I'm, I'm looking this up. So this guy from Uruguay, fucking bit one of the Italian players and apparently he has like a crazy history of this. He's been suspended for like 30 games because uh, he just keeps biting dudes. And like of all the things that you can do to uh, another guy in competitive sports is biting really the, really what you want to uh, use is like biting. I mean, just slug him, slug him, give him a push. They always do these like little prancy trips and that kind of thing. Do, do do one of those. Like, but the biting in a game as like it's I mean, it's yes, it's very there's a lot of aggression, but uh but there isn't a lot of fighting or pushing or anything like that. I feel like biting is so obvious that everybody would notice that. Wouldn't you think mi- like billions of people are watching this and if you just di- decide to bite somebody I th- it's gonna get caught. I think you're gonna get caught, and then that's it. You're fucked, Uruguay. Like, you fucked your team that you've worked so hard to work with and work like play for. I mean, uh, just you know, don't. I guess what I'm trying to say is, don't bite. Don't bite people. It's it's fucking. It's a dumb, 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 dumb thing to do. Um. Right. So how did I even get into any of that? How did I? How was that a thing? How was uh? World Cup fucking commercials. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, oh, oh, maybe, yeah. I was talking about the commercials. Uh, uh oh. Um, it's almost Canada Day. If you haven't, uh, go on YouTube, uh, check out this commercial from uh, Molson. I, I got, uh, to work on as well. Uh, and you will see a sneak 
like you'll see little bits of people. Well, you will see um, in the one uh, one that's been cut and is out thus far. Uh, you'll you'll see Mark McNally. He he's put he's pulling the uh, the the Molson fridge. It's it's one of these Molson fridge commercials. If you guys haven't seen them, uh, so just search Molson Fridge Canada Day. And the point of that commercial was like they programmed a fridge that you have to sing to for it to open and uh and yeah like molson went to so much work to program this uh fridge like to literally program it where we could have just given the director a yes or a no if you've sang it good enough to have it open up but no it they actually spent the money did it proper to get it programmed so it would open if you sing o canada uh, to completion where a robot thinks you've done it well um, right so that's the premise of the commercial but uh, the production side of it uh, the fridge was a complete bitch to move like just the worst thing to move in in history because it was just like because uh, you couldn't really move it or shake it too much it was incredibly heavy because of the well a because it was a fridge then because we had to like uh cement beers into it and, and then um because you know of all the electronics so you couldn't move it too much you couldn't like tilt it or throw it around too much you had to be kind of gentle with the fridge right so uh and the fridge just made it onto the cube truck that we were bringing it around in right so as we're trying to move this cube fridge Right, like everybody, you know, when there's too many people involved in a situation um, that just isn't going to go anywhere, it's not going to really work very well. Like, and so everybody's got that, you know, maybe if uh, you put your back against this thing and touch this, oh, but don't do that because your fingerprints will get on it. And like, and everybody has an idea, maybe if I put my hand here and you. Uh, and we'd have 10 of you in a blanket, uh, like, it was like that for maybe, maybe an, like half an hour, 40 minutes, uh, and of us just trying to figure out how to get this thing actually off of the truck, and, and get it into the fucking, because, like, we were getting it off of the truck to shoot with it in the goddamn woods, you know what I mean, like, a it was it was tricky it's not a it wasn't a simple wasn't a simple thing you know um but it ended up being fun and uh once we got it going we ended up having to hire a moving company yes we did yeah we did that because uh you want quality commercials about beer that you'll consume uh before canada day and uh you know, we like to help in that way. And, you know, us in the film production world and, and Jesse, uh, uh, should I be using his name? I mean, anyways, he's a very good, uh, very good director, Jesse Blight. Uh, we, uh, we were on with him and what a guy. And uh, and the commercial looks great. So you know what? Check it out uh, on YouTube. Give it some likes. Give it some uh, uh, views. You know what I mean? And uh, why not? While you're at it, search Rick Campanelli uh, 
moors you know so uh, then you can be like oh oh i know this guy he did that he's a comedian and he does things uh, uh like this as well you look at kareem he's he's uh you know trying to make something out of his little curly haired self uh out there in this uh in this film world uh well commercial world uh hey how about you uh be funny Kareem, uh, how about that with your podcast and your your jokes? I I, I am t- I do tell jokes. I am uh, you know I try to tell funny stories, and then I have uh, I have I have funny things coming up. I have uh, I'm part. Uh, you may not get this in time. Maybe you will. Maybe if I put it out uh, soon uh, tomorrow, I'm doing a show for for the you know it's Pride Week here in Toronto. Uh, right uh, for for pride, uh, you, you know, ho- homosexual pride is that what you call it? Like, what do you for the pride? Um, you know, I feel like if you weren't, I mean, if you're not in Toronto, I mean, do, does is pride? Everybody knows what pride is because I feel like pride could be a lot of different things. There's a lot of things to be proud of, uh, but pride in this sense is for. Uh, the LGBTQ, uh, there, there's other numbers and letters to uh, thing. Um, LGBTQ, I think, is the base. Okay, so let's start with that. And then there's like, I know there's two-spirited, which is like, I, I, I it's like a native thing where it's like uh, that you have like, you're kind of a bear, but you're kind of a snake. I don't know. Um uh, and then uh, I think there's another T. I don't know. Okay. All I know is uh, all good with me. Go for it. Go for it. And that I'm part of this um, this uh, comedy thing happening tomorrow. It's uh, happening at Club 120 on, on uh, you know, it's there on church and, uh, yeah, uh, Queen and Church. You know, uh, around there, Club One Twenty, and uh, there's uh, they're having a bunch of comics, and it's all part of the little the the Pride festivities, and it's hosted by uh, uh, Mandy Good Handy, right? And uh, Mandy is uh, Mandy's a ma- like a transgendered uh, person, person, person of interest. Uh, not to me, but to people. I mean, a person of interest sounds like a criminal thing. Uh, anyways, just a person. Mandy, good handy. Uh, it's a great name. Funny stage name. Funny. That's funny. Hey, <laughs> funny. Um, so uh, Mandy will be hosting. Uh, and yeah, come on out if you're if you're there. Club One Twenty uh, Wednesdays. They they have shows. Uh, lots of Wednesdays uh, that I uh, will show up on, uh, show up to. Um, and then other than that, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get on stage, you know, more and more now that it's the summer, it's a little bit easier, you know. I, uh, but, uh, you know, there's also just tons of comics in this city. And like I said, I, I've been crazy busy. So I'm trying to get out more as much as I can uh, on the, oh, uh, July... 16th is my next um uh, comedy brawl date uh so 
uh, check that out. Uh, if you like comedy, the comedy brawls going on like a uh, long goddamn time. There's like a million people in it, million comics. I don't know. Uh, so I've moved on to the next round. So hopefully I can uh, continue moving on. Uh, so check that out. You can uh, check that out on my Twitter or my uh, like uh, my Facebook there. Uh, Reem himself on Twitter. Reem himself. It sounds like I'm ending. Am I wrapping up my own show? Maybe I'll just wrap it. Maybe I'll wrap it. That's what, like a good, that's a good half. That's a half an hour. <sighs> you weren't expecting much more than that from just me alone, were you? I mean, come on. I this, I, I think it went all right for just me. Um, I could talk more, but do you, do you really want me to? I mean, what am I going to get into now? You know what I mean? I need questions. I need things. I need plans. I need, uh, you know, I need a little, uh, Need a little help from my friends. Like that's, yeah, there we go. See, I made a, turn that into something. Um, guys, yeah, uh, check check me out on uh, Twitter, um, at Reem himself. Uh, check out The Real Idiots uh, if you have not already. Um, and if you like movies, uh, feel free to tweet to us if, you, uh, if you, there's things that you want to see. Uh, on either this, the ice holes, or real idiots, uh, feel free to tweet to us. We have emails too, but like, does anyone even? Anyways, ice holes podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, send us just send us some shit, some questions, some whatever. You know, I mean, like, honestly, that ice holes podcasting now it gets filled up because, like, okay, okay, last story, last story. So, uh, we get the national post, right? Uh, we got like, it's filled up with these like posts from gastro posts, these missions. Okay. Um, so the national post is a newspaper in Canada, a fairly large circulation, uh, you know, tends to be very business oriented and, uh, out of nowhere, you know, I'm at a friend's party. He puts a large, uh, large meatball on a chicken finger and puts a bunch of meatball sauce on it. And I take a picture of this disgusting monstrosity mostly because this is what will end up in my friend's arteries. Very soon, very shortly after the picture was taken, right? So you can see that process happening. And uh, I, I put this out into the world, yes. I put it on my Instagram, at Reem himself as well, right? And what happens is uh, I get a message from the National Post. This is a couple months ago now. And the National Post is like, hey, uh, your Food photos are amazing. Would you like to submit some for the National Post? We can put them in the newspaper. And uh, and everybody was like, whoa, Kareem, that's cool. But I, as a photographer, cinematographer, uh, person who works with images, was offended. Because why is this? This is a meatball chicken finger, a meat finger. This is a super meat finger with sauce in the air. Uh, this is not a 
culinarily good or be a fucking good picture even it's nothing i didn't even you know there's no there was no filters hashtag no filter uh it was just a fucking meatball and a chicken finger they said you you should you should you should uh, do more of this uh so i got in touch with them and they said yeah we send out missions to good food bloggers and that kind of thing in the city uh, to take pictures of, and then we'll put them in our uh, our gastro post section. Gastro post being food related posts in the national uh, national post, uh, which to me just sounds like they they don't um, like food or spending money, so they just find. People posting about fat shit, really, is what it seems like, which is, uh, you know, and maybe, maybe now, uh, if they ever get their hands on this sound bit, uh, they'll never use mine again, which is, I mean, they don't pay me, so that's all right, and um, it hasn't helped my prestige, necessarily, so, so I don't know necessarily what I would be losing but um, I don't want to start any any fights. Let's not do that with the, the national. Um, I think I've said their name enough. Uh, guys, I'm going to leave you on that. Uh, and on that bombshell, uh, take it easy, guys. This has been the Ice Holes Podcast. Uh, it gets better than this. Uh, I'm going to be posting a lot more. I love you. You love, hopefully, me. If you're listening to this, you're probably somebody that I've connected to at some point in my life. Uh, You know? So, hopefully, we have some mutual respect. Well, that's not true. Now we're on Podbean. No, no. I mean, we'll have mutual respect, me and the person. But now we're on some podcast networks. uh, You know, it could get out there. Podbean. Uh, I don't need to drop names. All right. Uh, audio, yeah. You get the idea. Okay. Uh, guys, take care of yourself. This is the Ice Holes Podcast. Uh, big love. At Reem himself. Uh, the Real Idiots. Check it out. Movies. Friends. Uh, summertime. World Cup. Uh hashtags um yeah bye we love you little monkey